Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It is the Extra Yard on the Five Reasons Sports Network, part of Three Yards Per Carry. We are proudly brought to you by You Break, Wheel Fix, Prize Picks, and BetterEdge.com. I am Alex Dono, alongside former Miami Dolphins running back Troy Stratford. Troy, I'm always happy to do a show with you, but I can't think of a better time than right now to be doing a show with the former Dolphins running back because running back has been... All the rage when it comes to Dolphins conversations going back to Dalvin Cook, who ultimately goes to the New York Jets. But now all this talk and there's definitely legs behind it about the Dolphins being interested in acquiring Jonathan Taylor from the Indianapolis Colts. So you are the right man to talk to today, Troy. Okay. I, being a former running back, I think running backs are being disrespected in the National Football League when it comes to the amount of money that they're being paid, right? And on the other side, I sit there and go, running backs, you don't win consistently unless you have a nice running game. Yes. To take the pressure off of a quarterback in certain situations, I don't care what down you want to call it. It's second down and seven. And you can hand the ball off to someone who is going to get you four, five, six yards, if not the first down. Like, that guy is valuable. But then I, I look at this situation, right, and I go, all right, if I was one of the running backs currently on the Miami Dolphins roster, do I hear that noise? Do I hear Oh, they hear it. They hear it, right? Yeah. Okay. They hear it. How do you feel when you hear that? Because me personally, I sit there and say, I'm okay with the Miami Dolphins running back room. All of the running backs that they have, they bring a similar, similar skill to the table, right? But when you talk about someone like, because we've been rumored, with all of the top running backs out there that were available, when you look at those guys, you go, are they better than what we have? We like what we have, okay? We, we like what we have. But is that an upgrade? And I got to say, when it comes to Taylor, that's an upgrade. Oh, yeah. That he's, is he's arguably the best in the league, Troy. I mean, he's I one of the three very best. best in the league. I think he is the best yeah. running back in the league. Yeah. And to combine him, that means someone has to go, right? Not one, maybe two have to go. And I'm okay with that because you're not Jonathan Taylor. 
Right. And if that's the case, now you pair Jonathan Taylor with the one on the current roster that you think complements him perfectly. And that's dangerous. Like the Miami Dolphins, we we talked about this. The Miami Dolphins are built to win. When, Donald? Built to win now. Now. Yes. You got you got you have to go for it. You're and- making too much sense, Troy, because I've had I've had so many conversations the last few days with Dol- everybody is an accountant and they think they're counting Steven Ross's money for- and I understand their salary cap implications like I yeah. get it that it's not just you yeah. can't just spend unlimited amounts of money I totally get that but I've talked to so many dolphin fans the last couple of days who are like well gosh yeah he's a really good player but what about the salary cap in 2025 you and you know we're, we're going to be like the Rams in a couple of years but Troy I- I'm with you um if if you want to be the best, especially in a conference this competitive and a division this competitive, you have to make bold moves sometimes. And Absolutely. I, you know, you're you're in a really really tough AFC East, right? With you know the the Bills are to me probably still at the top. The Jets have gotten better than they were last year, no question about that, right? So I I think the Dolphins, if you have an opportunity when you're a team that is in win now mode. Win now mode to give you a guy that gives you a better opportunity, a significantly better opportunity to win now. I think you've got to do it. Go get him. And I'm just being honest here. Like I this morning when I was in my vehicle driving, I was listening to Joe Rose show. Right. He was on with uh, Omar and I love Omar. Omar's the man. Yeah. I love Omar. I, I just love how he breaks everything down. And he made the comparison between a Dalvin Cook and a Taylor, right? He sat there and he said, you know how old Dalvin Cook is? 28. 28. Yeah. How old Taylor is? 24. 24. At 24, and I played the position because I know – I can remember going back when Dalvin Cook, his name was the hot name, right? Because he was out there. And I sit there and I go, uh, like I, I'm talking to friends and I go, uh, I don't know about Dalvin Cook. I, th- You know, he's approaching 30. That's just the position. It slows down. You've taken so many hits. You know better than most. And I never knew that uh, Taylor was 24 years old. Yeah. When when he said that this morning, I said, oh, my God, he's only 24? 24 years old. And he was saying the analytical stuff that goes on in sports now says that running backs have that fall off at the age of 27. Statistics, they just don't lie, all right? Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there saying... I'm okay if the Miami Dolphins do not get Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. I'm okay with that because I like what we have in the running back room. But if they can upgrade the running back room, what it would do for Tua and what it would do for that offense, in my eyes, that's incredible. I I think it's an unstoppable offense. I really do. So some of the some of the nuts and bolts for how to make this happen. Um, 
Indianapolis have, I guess, sent it through back channels that they, you know, that they would like a first rounder or a first round equivalent. A lot of people don't think they're going to get quite that just because they don't have the sort of leverage, right? I mean, the, the Dolphins obviously gave up huge packages to get Tyree Kill and Bradley Chubb here, but those were situations where, A, those are positions that are not devalued the way that running back is, and the, the teams they were acquiring from had, I think, more leverage than Indianapolis does right now. So, you know, people believe it won't maybe take quite a first-round pick, maybe a second-round pick and an additional draft pick. To me, the compensation is worth it because if you're talking about dealing a, a second and third rounder for Jonathan Taylor, he's better than anybody you would draft in the Anyone. second or third round, right? Any uh, one of them. Yeah. So then the other part of it is, is the money because, you know, he the reason why he wants out of Indianapolis is they're not willing to give him the long term extension that he wants. So you'd probably have to agree to the framework of a deal before you bring him down here and maybe somewhere in the 12 to 14 million dollar range, which is a lot for a running back. OK, so, you know, you may have to make some other uh, crafty financial decisions to navigate your salary cap. That's, I think, where the real gamble is, but yes. I, I still think it would be worth it. But let me ask you this, Troy. You know I agree with you, but if I can play devil's advocate for okay. a second. Um, the Miami Dolphins last year, uh, not as much when Tua didn't play, obviously, but when, when Tua was healthy last year, uh, the Dolphins' offense performed very well. They scored a lot of points, very pass-heavy offense, and you've got a lot of mouths to feed on that offense, right? Like, you have... Uh, Tyreek Hill, who's making a lot of money and he's a great player. He's going to demand a lot of touches. Jalen Waddle is going to demand a lot of touches. Jonathan Taylor, where he's coming from, is basically the entire offense for Indianapolis, was basically the entire offense at Wisconsin before he came out of college. Um, if you're talking about paying him 12 to 14 million at Miami, is he going to get enough touches to justify that? I believe you should make yeah. the offense more balanced uh, with him here. Absolutely. I, I think it changes the complete play calling that Mike McDaniels put puts out there, right? It's like all of a sudden you got this sheet in front of you. All right, what do I want to call? Well, we definitely can run the ball here. We could definitely throw the ball here. Again, I think it makes the, the offense almost unstoppable. And then the biggest question mark, right? See, see if I'm right on this or you agree with this. Okay. The biggest question mark on this football team is what? Offensive if, line. Well, I go to I go to two. Offensive oh, line. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fair, that's fair. Like, fair. That's like uh one B, right? Yeah, yeah. Two is one A. Yeah. If two is healthy. This is a passing team, and they're going to take advantage of that. But I don't think that Tua is going to play 17 games this year. Yeah, he's going to miss either. some games somewhere. History would say he's going to miss some games. History absolutely says that he's going to miss some games, okay? So now let's say Tua has to sit down for two or three weeks for whatever reason, for whatever reason. Now you have the ability – not only to flip your game plan, but to become a team that could turn and hand the ball. It doesn't have to fall all onto the next quarterback. It's a great point. Jonathan Taylor is there. So 
and again, I'm not disrespecting the running backs that are there now because I really, really, really like what we have there. But there is an upgrade out there. Like there is a reason. I think that Jonathan Taylor, he doesn't get the publicity because he plays in Indianapolis. <laughs> he plays yeah. for the, the Colts, right? Right. Yeah. You put him on the Miami Dolphins. You put him on another team that's a big market, and all of a sudden he is like just through the roof. He can hang out with Messi down here. He can hang out with Messi and Jimmy. He can hang out with whoever he wants to hang out with. I'll even let him hang out with me, all right? (laughs) (laughs) But I will say this also, Donald. The AFC East, I'm going to say first or second. Well, it's three. I go NFC East. I go AFC West, and I go AFC, and I go, uh, who is it? Who's that the one? AFC East, NFC AFC East. North? AFC North. Yeah, the, the one with, uh, with, 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 oh, no, no, Kansas City is AFC West. I played for them, and I don't even know that they're in the West. It might have been different back then. They, they've they've realigned the, the division since you played. And I'm sitting there saying, Okay, Ezekiel Elliott with the Patriots. I have so much respect for the New England Patriots system and Bill Belichick because Ezekiel Elliott is one of those running backs. I think he's pushing 30. He should be pushing pushing 30, right? Yeah. So I expect a fall off from him. But still, he is a guy who could get the work done Short yardage, red zone. So I think he's dangerous going there. Now you got Dalvin Cook with the New York Jets. And although he's 28, I'm sitting there saying he still has more. I don't know what he will be next year. Let's see if he can stay healthy this year. Right. And how nice would it be for the Miami Dolphins to add a young 24-year-old Jonathan Taylor to their roster. I I hope it happens. Again, if it does, if it doesn't happen, I'm okay. But I'm sitting there saying Jonathan Taylor, Jalen Waddle, Hill, Tua. Pick it's your an point. incredible offense. Yeah, they're going to they could score forty on anybody they wanted to with that offense. You. Technically, or I don't know, realistically, where, wh- how do you stop us? Good luck. Pick your poison, Pick right? Your poison. Pick your poison. And then there's going to be some young guy that's going to emerge on the Miami Dolphins because there's so much attention that's going to be paid to, you know, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, whoever the run. It just changes the entire dynamics of the Miami Dolphins. If it was to happen, yeah. yeah. And, and listen, I, I think I think we we can both agree. You've said it a couple times already. Like we we like the running backs that the we Miami like Dolphins it. have. We like them. But and 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 some people out there have said, you know what? It's good enough. 
We got Wilson. We got Mostert. We got we got Ahmed, and, and I do like a, a chain. And I think a, they they not, nothing a chain would stay with the Dolphins. I don't think that that would move anywhere. He he would be on the oh, team no matter he, what. He's not going anywhere. He, he's not going anywhere. I really right. Like but at the same time, like some fans out there are like, oh, no, no. Mike McDaniel knows we have more than enough. Chris Greer knows. Okay, well, if they know that, why did they look into Dalvin Cook? And why are they apparently one of two teams in the entire league that's made an offer for Jonathan Taylor? And as of yesterday, they were. I don't know who the other one is. We, okay. we just know two teams. We know the Dolphins are one of them. And I was looking. I haven't checked it today, Troy, but I was looking at the Vegas odds have the Dolphins as the most likely team to land Jonathan Taylor. So if if Greer and McDaniel were completely satisfied with their running back room, they wouldn't be sniffing around the way that they've been doing. Oh, so clearly they to, like the idea of an upgrade. I wanted to bring that up to you also. It has always been expressed that the Miami Dolphins like the running back room. Mm -hmm. I've said it. You said it. Coaches have said it and all of that. But again, if there's an opportunity to upgrade, you love your car, but oh, you got opportunity to go get a car that's a little bit better than that. You kind of take advantage of that, right? You like, I loved you. You served me well for the last. Yeah, it's like I, I, I love my uh, Toyota Supra, but here's a Lamborghini I can I can drive home. I, I think I'm going to upgrade a little bit, yeah. and I think that's outside of. All right, this is true. Outside of like your girlfriend or your wife, like you, you, you can't upgrade that. When you make that decision, you, you, you just got to live with it. Right? Fair, fair. But I'm, I'm so a, a lot of people don't live by that. I mean, you think about these act, these Hollywood actors, like anytime they have an opportunity, to yeah, they just upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> they just upgrade. But if the Miami Dolphins, if they can upgrade that position, because, again, I will say this. Jonathan Taylor, in my opinion, in my opinion, he is the best running back in the National Football League. Like, mm -hmm. I, I didn't get all heated up. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. With Dalvin Cook, I was like, okay, they get him, they get him. Right? Yeah, it would have been nice, but, you know, did, didn't, nice. wasn't, didn't need it. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor is a beast. And to put him amongst the talent that the Miami Dolphins have and the system they have, I think that's outstanding. I, I have a feeling uh, Troy is talking like a man who probably won some money from Jonathan Taylor on prize picks uh, the last couple of years. I know, I know I have, you know, I know I have. And guys, it's the perfect time to get in at prizepicks.com or even easier, the prize picks mobile app. Cause folks, football season is almost back. We got college games week zero coming up. We have the NFL starting in a couple of weeks. The Dolphins open up on September 10th. If you haven't created a prize picks account, um, normally I'd say shame on you, but I'll say there's still time, and there's always time when you can use our code 5. That's F-I-V-E. Because when you use our code 5 when you make your first deposit, you're going to get 
double your deposit up to $100. You deposit $100, they're going to match it and give you 100 extra bucks. I mean, how freaking good is that? So Prize Picks, it combines my love for daily fantasy and parlays. You select two, three, four, five players and just predict if they're going to go higher or lower, over or under their stat projections. And if you get all your picks right, you're winning real money. They have all sorts of promotions and specials throughout the week as well. You should check out, you know, if you sign up today and you're like, but I can't wait till football season, you don't have to. There's plenty of baseball action, UFC fights this weekend. (laughs) Yeah, there's right. There's stuff all over. Prize fix, prize picks for you to enjoy. So, prizepicks.com or the Prize Picks mobile app with our code five uh, for another uh, unique experience. Uh, I highly suggest you sign you guys sign up at betteredge.com, b e t t o r edge.com, and if you use our code, that one's a different code five r s n, the number five r s n. They're going to give you a $20 welcome gift just for signing up. So Better Edge, completely legal in the state of Florida. So is Prize Picks, by the way. Prize Picks and Better Edge are both completely legal in Florida. Uh, Better Edge, it, it's it's a sports betting experience, but you're betting against other people instead of a sports book. That's why it's legal in Florida, because it's a social platform. When you make a bet, there's somebody else on the other side of that. So you can also pick the odds that you want. So betteredge.com with our code. 5RSN. Alex Dono and Troy Stratford with you here on uh, on the Extra Yard on the 5 Reasons Sports Network. Um, we get this one uh, from Anthony who says, based on our scheme, I really don't think it makes any sense for the Dolphins to trade for Jonathan Taylor because we don't really use a bell cow running back. We're running back by committee. But but Troy, you're throwing your hands up. You have to when you have when you have a Ferrari like that, you have to adapt, right? Like you have to adapt the scheme to incorporate someone like Jonathan Taylor. I believe this offense is designed based on the talent that they have. All of a sudden you infuse another piece into that offense and the creativity that coach McDaniel brings to the table. I, I would love to see it. And again, I, I hate saying that, but I don't want to disrespect what's here. Right. I'm sitting there saying you don't want to. I will because I I like what's here, but it can be better. It can always be better. And this is an opportunity to get better running back in the National Football League today. You can't name another running back to me. I'll say, really? No, you, you can't. He's the best. And to get the best player in NBA to play for your team at that position, certain position to get the best baseball player to play for your team at his position. Do you go get him? If you have, if you have the opportunity to go get him, do you go get him? Or do you sit there and say, nah, nah, we'll, we'll pass on that. And when it comes to the players, the other running backs that are on this team, you, you just have to understand. Like I know when I'm someone was on my team that was better than me. (laughs) <laughs> Although that was never, oh, never, no. right? Yeah, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I played in Detroit. Barry Sanders was better than me. <laughs> oh right? yeah, mate. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just, just by, just by a hair. Don't know. I, I went to practice and I said, "All right, let me see what he's all about." Now I was damaged goods at the time, but I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> like I never looked at any watch. running back. Yeah. In my career, high school, college, pro, 
where I was on a team where I was like, okay, he's better than me. Never. <laughs> I went to Detroit and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I was like, oh, that, that's a, that, that was a different level back there. And I have so much respect for Barry Sanders. I, I really do. He but, was one of my favorite. I've, I've actually got some somewhere in my closet. I have a uh, Barry Sanders, Oklahoma State throwback jersey. I loved Barry Sanders. He, Barry Sanders was unique. He was one of a kind. You know, we often say that phrase when it comes to people, one of a kind. Like right. you could use that phrase with Barry Sanders, like one <laughs> of a kind. And he was absolutely heads and shoulders above me. Anyway, so <laughs> the Miami Dolphins could upgrade this running back room. And if they have that opportunity, and it seems like they're in the ballpark, that they should definitely explore and see if it happens. When it comes to draft picks, how many draft picks they have to give up, I really I'm, – I'm, I'm not 100% sure on what the Miami Dolphins have to offer because over the last couple of years, they've given away high draft picks. I think they, but, they they could do they could do next year's first rounder. I mean, but they I hope they don't have to. I'm not. I, I assume they've got a second round. Like, hope it doesn't take a first rounder to make this move. I hope it doesn't take a first rounder either, because the logic, I would do it though if you had to. The way I look at it is the NFL right now. Teams do not want to pay NFL running backs. Right, okay. that position. So why are you putting so much value on it when you need a first-round draft pick? Right, right. Does that make sense? It, ma it makes sense. But I also and, – and I try to with, – with this whole Jonathan Taylor saga, we'll see if something – there's definitely legs here. We'll see if something comes out of it for the Miami Dolphins. I also try to think about it, Troy, from Stephen Ross's perspective. You know, he's, he's owned the team for over, what, nearly 20 years, somewhere between 15, 20 years now. Uh, you know, he's most of the time during his tenure, he has considered the team to be in win now mode. But a few years ago, he was willing to allow a rebuild, right? Break it yeah. down, build it back up, right? Um, Dolphins are on the other side of that rebuild, right? And, you know, Stephen Ross is in his 80s, not getting any younger. He's wanted yeah. a Super Bowl ring from the second he bought this yeah. team. If I'm Stephen Ross, I'm saying, okay. We already made, you know, within the last, uh, you know, year plus, year and a half, we made a blockbuster deal for Tyreek Hill. Um, you know, didn't win a playoff game last year, but the, the process goes on. Made a, a blockbuster deal for Bradley Chubb. You know, we're, this is still a work in progress, though. I can make another blockbuster deal that could help us clear another hurdle or maybe all the hurdles, right? If, I, if I'm Steven Ross, I'm thinking, like, obviously – it's Chris Greer's job and and Brandon Shore's job to make it make sense financially and to come up with the compensation needed to get it done. But if I'm Stephen Ross, I'm I'm pushing this pretty hard to try to get this done. There's no reason not to push it and to not try and get it done because it changes the whole facade of your football team. Uh, one of the guys in the chat was sitting there talking about it may take a little bit more pressure off of Tua. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And and I made the point earlier, if Tua was to get hurt, that's your safety blanket. 
the, the quarterback that would take over for Tua, he has Jonathan Taylor back there. And like you said earlier in the show, Tyreek Hill, his numbers, yeah, they fell off a little bit, but they didn't like just go off the end of the cliff. I think the Miami Dolphins have something to work with. If they get Jonathan Taylor, <laughs> I'm just saying, we could just start sizing up fingers right now for the AFC <laughs> Championship ring or the Super Bowl ring, one of those. I don't know if you got – do you have an answer for this one, Troy? Anthony says, you've seen both Barry Sanders and Adrian Peterson live in person. Troy, if you played linebacker during your career, which running back would you hate to meet in the hole? Adrian. Probably, I was going to say AP. Because Barry was shifty or AP would run you over. Like, Barry would just, like, just leave you there in the dust. Yeah. Like, I I was – I used to pride myself on, like, vision right and if i had my eyes on you i wasn't worried about you simple you may tackle me but you're not gonna like deliver some big hit on like yeah only had one big hit on me and that was in college ever that i can remember because my vision was there and then my body could react barry sanders was absolutely incredible like i'm like he was he was video game yeah (laughs) Yeah, he looked that way. Barry Sanders was video game. Adrian Peterson, outstanding talent, just totally different than Barry Sanders. You know, he could run you over. He could outrun you. Yeah. But, yeah, Barry, seeing that up close. I went to practice, like, a couple days, first two days of practice with Barry Sanders. He would get a handoff in practice. And he would run 40, 50, 60 yards all the way to the end zone. Wow. And the young guys, you know, because they want to they want to prove themselves. I could get Barry. I could get Barry and all. And so they, they're chasing him and all of that. <laughs> and, every, and he would run in practice, which I've never been on a team that also did this. Hmm. He would run 10 plays in a row. And Donald, he would go 30, 40, 50, 60 yards, run all the way to the end zone, come back, not even breathing heavy. I said, what? Wow. I I was like, what the hell is this? (laughs) That's crazy, man. Now you're you're making me, you're making, Barry was one of my favorites growing up. You're making me now want to go back and and watch some highlights. Oh, crazy. Man, let me put a, a bow on this Jonathan Taylor thing. So I I think about the the opportunity here, it reminds me a lot of, and you wouldn't have to give up as much just because the era has changed, but it reminds me of when the Dolphins, you know, uh, this was under Wayne Huizenga, you know, 21 years ago when they had the opportunity to go out and get Ricky Williams. But I look at it this way, this Dolphins team right now is in much better position to win a Super Bowl adding a guy like Jonathan Taylor, because when, when the Dolphins acquired Ricky, you know, 22 years ago, had a great defense, you know, the, the, he, he basically needed to carry the entire offense where Jonathan Taylor would not need to carry this entire offense. I think it's a great opportunity, but last thing I wanted to get to Troy, before we wrap it up, Dolphins do have their final preseason game this weekend. Oh, Saturday. We got one more. Got one more, but here's the good news. Um, 
it sounds like we're going to get some starters playing again. Uh, Mike McDaniel, I believe, said they'll play more than a series, less than a half. So that that probably like last week, right? The starters played, I think. Well, actually, no, they played just one quarter, except for Xavier and Howard played into the second quarter. Most guys didn't, but maybe we'll see. We'll see a couple well, series. By the way, Xavier yeah. and Howard looked very yeah, good. He did. Looked the Miami really Dolphins they put together a ninety-three yard drive. Scoring touchdown with Tua after the intro INT. Yeah. And once you see in preseason, once you see your offense put together a nice drive, you sit there and say, okay, work is over. So when it comes to this week, this last preseason game, I sit there and say, okay, I like to see the Miami Dolphins for whatever reason have to go like 80, 85 yards. They put together a nice little drive. They cap it off with either a field goal or a touchdown, and you get them out of there. They got their work. 12 plays, 10 plays. I like it. I don't even know how long. I think it was like 13 plays or something like that for the Miami Dolphins on that long drive. 93 yards, 13 plays, 93 yards. 13 plays. And for defense – to be on the field, the offense doesn't get tired. For the defense to be on the field <laughs> with 13 straight plays, they're going to slip up somewhere. Yeah, Play 11, right. 12, or 13. They're going to slip up. So, yeah. I like it. So why is it that so when defenses get tired, when offenses don't, it's because the defense has to react to what you're doing? Is, is that why the defenses get tired more easily than offenses? I think it's – because as an offense, you know where you're going because you know the play. They're reacting to you on defense. The probability of playing perfect defense 13 plays in a row. Right. It goes down, right? Yeah, yeah. So you're going you're gonna to slip up somewhere. Someone's going to have a misassignment True. or something's going to happen. So when you put together a long drive, you're taxing that defense. You're wearing them out, and you're taxing them, and the chances are late in that drive you're go- because you know what you're doing. The defense, like you said, is always reacting to what is going on on the other side of the football. Huh. Yeah. You put together long drives, especially like that was the second – drive of the game for the Miami Dolphins. The first drive only lasted lasted one one play. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But that really wasn't a drive. No. In a real game, not a preseason game, if you open a game with a 13-play drive, you will feel you will feel that in the third quarter and in the fourth quarter. Hmm. Because it will just wear them down. They'll be a little bit more tired. And you see how they're going to defend you on certain plays, certain formations. Because the game is not always won and lost in the first quarter or the second quarter. That third quarter is key. And then you have to finish the game in the fourth quarter. I love it. Well, Troy Stratford, thank you so much as always. And uh, it's nice to talk to a former NFL running back who agrees with my take on current NFL running backs. I, I feel validated in some way, Troy. 
You know your stuff, Donald. <laughs> <laughs> I try. I try. Troy Stratford, awesome job as always. A huge thank you to everyone who took time to watch and listen. Remember, the audio version of Three Yards Per Carry is available, or so the Extra Yard, I got ahead of myself, the audio version of the Extra Yard is available on the Three Yards Per Carry podcast feed. Huge thank you, as always, to Alf, Chris, and Simon for sharing that feed with us. So if you want to take us with you wherever you go, three yards per carry is where you can find the extra yard as well. But if you're watching us on Five Reasons Sports YouTube, make sure to clip, click the thumbs up button, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. And we will talk to you again next week as we're going to be this much closer to some regular season football on the extra yard, part of the awesome Five Reasons Sports Network. See ya. You got it.